everyone, my name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. I hope all is going well and you're having a beautiful blessed day. Today I want to hang out with you and share with you another sermon message from our current sermon series called Joyride. And this particular sermon is called How to Worry Well. And so the passage that kicks off this message is not actually listed on my notes. However, the reference is And the reference for this passage, where this passage can be found in the Bible, is Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. And as always, every passage that is listed or not on on this sermon note message will be on my blog post once I type it out. So getting started, worry does four things that we should be aware of. Number one, worry distracts us. And so it says in verse 25 of the Matthew passage, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, drink, or drink, Or about your body, what you will wear. Is not your is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? And again, that is found in verse twenty-five. And so, the second thing that worry does is worry devalues us. And so the verse that illustrates this comes from verse 26 of this passage. And it says, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important? Are you not much more valuable than they? Some versions of the Bible might say important. So that's why I said important, because I learned it as important. Um, But point number three. Okay, so point number one is that worry distracts us. Point number two is that worry devalues us. Point number three is simply that worry does not work. Worry doesn't work. And it says, Coming from verse 27, it says, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? So worry doesn't add anything to our life. It actually takes away from our life because it takes our eyes off of God. Lastly, worry dishonors God. And this this point does have 
a full passage underneath it, and it comes from verses 26 through 34. And it says, And why, why do you worry about, about clothes? See how, see how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the is and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? O oh, you of little faith. So do so do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For, for the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you are in need of them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And again, that is from verses, chap verses 28 through 34. And I did make the mistake of saying 26. Okay, so Paul has a prescription for peace. And it's found in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 6 through 9, which I did take the time to write down. So here it goes. It says, Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for what He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can anything we can understand his peace will guard your heart guard guard your hearts and minds as we live in Christ Jesus so the prescription to worrying the antidote to worrying is taking every single thing we are going through to god And so there are three fill-ins in this particular section that I want to study with you right now. So what's the first thing we do? The first thing we do is pray about everything. And it goes back to verse 6 and 7 of what I just read. It says, do not be anxious about everything. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends 
all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And the second thing we need to do is ponder the positive. And this message or this lesson comes from verse 8. It says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Think about such things. So everything that is listed here that we should think about are attributes of who God is, actually. And attributes of how we should be seeking to live our lives. That is my opinion on that. But um, that, again, is what God tells us, God calls us to think upon. And the final point is put into practice what you've learned. So it says, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So we can't just learn things in church on a Sunday, or learn things in Bible study on any given day of the week, and there, they're automatically there. Um, we need so much, so strongly, to put what we learn into practice. And so, before I close out, I want to encourage you this week to put whatever you learn this week into practice. Whatever, whatever lesson that God teaches you this week, put that lesson into practice. See how it works out in your actual daily life. And so our memory verse for this particular week comes from 1 Peter chapter 7, I mean chapter 5, verse 7. And it says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So I want to take this time right now to close us out in prayer. Um, and I hope that you guys go forward. From whenever you're listening to this, whether it be this week, next week, or whenever you are listening to this. And you go forward in the power that God has you in his hand, no matter what you're going through. Um, and he knows every single worry. But yet, he loves you so much that he wants you to talk to him about it. So let's pray to close this time out. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, Lord. God, I just pray for anybody who might be listening to this right now that is worried about any circumstance in their life right now. God, I just pray that you would give them a hug and that you would tell them 
that you have got this, that you know everything that is going to happen from beginning to end of this situation, God, and that you have this person in your hands, that you have families in your hands, that you have individuals in your hands, and that you have medical situations in your hands, that you have our little brothers and our little sisters in our hands, and or your hands, and that you just know everything because you created us from the inside out. But yet you love us so much that you still want us to come to you and talk to you. And that you still want to hear what we are worried about. Lord, I pray that our first instinct would be not to run to other people. Or not to gossip about people, but to pray about everything. And it's been hard. I can admit in my own life that it's been hard. But I pray that you would instill in me and anybody else the want and the willingness to go to you first. Lord, I pray that our week would be flooded with strength and that whatever worry that we have we would not want to carry it on our own and lord i also want to lift up the person who is listening to this message maybe for the first time in hearing how much you love them god i pray for that person and i pray lord that if they want to accept you right now as their lord and savior or if they want to come back to you as their Lord and Savior. All they would have to say is, Lord, I want to come home and I don't want to live this life on my own anymore. I want to experience the adventure that you have for me. And I know that you love me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. And I believe that you rose again. And that you did that so I wouldn't have to take the punishment of death. I want to commit to walking with you all the days of my life with your help. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And I guarantee that you, if you prayed either one of those prayers, guys, that he has heard you and that he will take you forward on whatever adventure you need to go on. And he didn't promise it's going to be easy, but with God, it is always worth it. I will talk to you guys later. I love you. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you don't mind, would you follow me on my social media accounts? My Instagrams are Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps, M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S, and Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps 13, that is M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S, P-E-E-P-S 1, 3 
And you can also follow me on Facebook. My Facebook account is Encouragement Notes Podcast. And lastly, you can follow all of my information that I post on the podcast on my website, encouragementwithmarinicole.com. I hope that you come back next time. And also, I wanted to ask you guys if you wouldn't mind helping me reach the goal of 3,000 listens or more by the end of the year. I believe that this podcast has the potential of reaching people for Christ by the end of the year. And I want to reach as many people as possible. So help me get to 3,000 listens and beyond. Please like and share any content that you wish. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener and I will see you soon. Love you. Bye-bye.